When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show, a podcast about news, politics, pop culture, current events, and whatever else people are talking about these days. With your host, Adam Todd Brown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show, a podcast about news, politics, current events, pop culture, fucking information. Did I say news? I bet I did. Whatever we want to talk about. That's it's that kind of podcast. The aimless wandering, meandering kind. I love it so much. Hey, I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week, ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host. But I do have a couple of guests. Case in point, I believe first-time guest, Samantha Jane. Hi. Am I right? You've never been on this podcast, I don't think. Maybe I don't think so. I've been on the other ones, but I don't think I've done this one. Yeah. I know you've been on the conspiracy pod. Mostly that one. But hey, welcome, conspiracy. welcome to the big <laughs> leagues. I mean, more people listen to that one than this one, but still. Hey, but the leagues are bigger here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, speaking of big. My weight, league, definitely. <laughs> I was just going to say, speaking of big league, also joining <laughs> us, Eric Barnes is here. Hey, everybody. How's everyone doing today? Eric, how are you? I asked you first. Oh, I'm doing great. Did you get your, you don't even like this shirt, shirt in the mail? As a matter of fact, I did. Thank you so much for buying one. You know, you're on this podcast all the time. I would have just given you one. Like I would have ordered you one or something, but I appreciate it. And I hope everyone else who ordered one got theirs also. If you didn't reach out, uh, look at it. Nice. I know it's a, I know it's an audio medium, but yeah, this is the 3XL. So it looks like because a, I'm yeah. crap at laundry. <laughs> <laughs> so this I'm episode- technically a 2X, but I get three because I I'm shit at laundry. Sorry, Adam, you're trying to get the show running. <laughs> no, it's fine. The cust- it looks good. I'll just tell viewers at home. It looks great. Get the shirt. The customer Thank is you. always right. So we're doing an unpopular opinions episode. Some people might might know in your grandparents' version of this podcast, when it was called Unpopular Opinion, we we would sometimes do episodes where people just brought opinions that are unpopular to defend. Who are we defending them against? Oh, just each other. Pretty sympathetic (laughs) audience. Sympathetic. Why'd I say it like that? Because I'm really high right now. But hey, I usually (laughs) am. It's fine. Everyone knows how these episodes work. We all brought some unpopular opinions to talk about who wants to go first. That, I think I will. I was going to say that means I don't want to. 
Yeah, I'm sure that's what what would occur. I also Sam's new, so I don't I don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah, so, thank uh, you. I uh, so I'll take the bullet and uh, just a disclaimer. I have these opinions, but I can be easily swayed to not have these just because I'm one of those folks of if it doesn't hurt anybody, who the fuck cares? But I'll start with my last one. That's probably the most controversial. Ultra processed food should be regulated and treated like tobacco, alcohol and other similarly classed drugs. And I say that because it is literally manufactured and tested to be addictive and it is meant to just fill and satisfy us and give us the feel good chemicals rather than actually nourish us. And it impacts our health as negatively, if not more so regularly than the other substances that I listed. So not only do yeah. I agree, but all of the things you listed, it's crazy how much that also sounds like social media. Like, every, oh, really? Every word of it. Like, does it now? I don't I don't go on Twitter or nothing anymore, so I don't know what. what no, is. no, 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 no. I don't mean like your opinion is like some social media bullshit that's going around on Twitter. I mean, describing the harmful effects of processed foods. Right. Oh, yeah. Sounds, oh, yeah. No, social media is similarly a drug yeah, like that. It sounds no doubt. No exactly doubt. like what social media. Another thing that I absolutely think should be regulated. Yeah. But, also, But social media doesn't give you type 2 diabetes easily. <laughs> True. No, but it definitely doesn't help your ADHD. Yeah. No, no. It can it can impact your health in different ways. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, I actually completely agree, too. Um, I mean, sugar has been proven to set off the exact same parts of the brain as cocaine, and we're pumping unreasonable amounts of processed sugar into food, like knowingly oh, what, what setting sugar? off this dynamic. It's, it's not even the real sugar. It is corn, corn syrup. syrup. Yeah. That is all that is. If you want to learn more, watch some more news. I wrote a whole fucking episode about the goddamn goddamn food and how... <laughs> how nuts it is and how it doesn't nourish anybody. Is that what, I yeah. hope that's what it's called. The goddamn food. I well, I, I, I kind of probably pitched it as something similar to that title, but it's a bit more, it wasn't SEO friendly. Uh, so in college, I yeah. wrote a paper trying to determine what was actually better for the environment, eating organic or eating local. Once you factor in like the environmental cost of shipping and all of that. And basically all I learned is that all food is awful. awful. <laughs> it's all bad. Like the, or, the way we classify organics is pretty much useless. Um, almost anything can be sold as organic because it allows yeah. so many minimum levels of bullshit, you know, that it doesn't yeah. really even mean anything at this yeah, point. Yeah, Sam, if I were to ask you what, does con what constitutes as healthy, can you answer that in a scientific way? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why that word means fuck all. Yeah. Uh, when yeah. you go to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. How do you think this should be regulated? Like, should it be taxed like tobacco is, but then it still is allowed to kill hundreds of thousands of people each year? Should there be like limits on how much a person can buy? That I think is for people that are much smarter than I, but my bullshit off the hip opinion is, yeah, we should probably induce some form of vice tax since we're doing that for all other vices, maybe have some form of regulation in terms of how much added fat content, added sugar content, added those negative impacted chemical contents that we have. 
and probably just become a more advocate for fresh food. The problem is, is that this thing has become so large and so complex that access to affordable fresh food is very slim for most areas in our country. I mean, uh, one thing is very. It would. It requires a, a, If anything, it would just spark a giant reform of how we feed each other, but for the better, uh, focused on nutrition and, and nourishment as opposed to just calorie count. I mean, I wish that our, you know, FDA had at least the same amount of regulation as Europe, because if you eat fast food in Europe, it's vastly different. Like you go to McDonald's and other countries and it is so much better because there are preservatives and things allowed in America that are not allowed yeah. in other countries. Well, so why is it like unsafe for them? And yet it's fine. Feed it to us. It's fine. Well, Same thing yeah, with like they, beauty products, just like the amount of chemicals allowed for us is unsettling. Yeah. And Europe has things against, you know, certain methods of farming. They're anti-hormones being used and poultry and beef and so on that ultimately just end up healthier just because, you know, if you're a meat eater like me, you're eating better meat over there just because it's not hyper corn fed. There are no hormones involved. And I'm not hormone bread conspiracy. Bread is different as well. Well, bread is different as well because it's made from different milk uh, on top and, and different, different wheat. On, yeah. And different wheat. And they all also kinds of stuff. don't put high fructose corn syrup in their bread, which Bingo. why do we do yes. that here? Like, or preservatives. Uh, well, we put it in everything. It's not yeah. well. It's preservatives, but it's ultimately oh, it's sweeter and it and it tickles like well. And it's almost like the preservatives companies have lobbyists that are trying to get it yeah. into everything so they Crazy. can make more money. Well, yeah. Well, it all comes down to buy more. Yeah. Is all that it comes down and that's, to. Uh, but that's the no. side of things that I think needs to be regulated. Like I don't think it's a thing you can tax because this is already the only food a lot of people can afford. And then if you just throw to an extra point, tax yeah. on top of that, it's like, okay, well now they can't afford any food. And that, yeah. that's not, that's true. Yeah. Answer. but it also at the same time sucks that that is the demographic. A lot of ultra processed food is geared toward. So something's got to give, like there has to be regulation somewhere. Yeah, I feel like the unfettered capitalism going into our food and health is a bit much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could easily be said, same for, the the problem is, is that we talk about the food industry as if it wasn't, it didn't have similar problems as our healthcare industry as a whole, in that whenever we make a decision one way or the other, it impacts the the people with the less means the most. Yeah, uh, yeah the people so. that can't afford to go to Air Juan. <laughs> yeah god well even air juan doesn't have you know it's it's marketing bullshit it, it, and yeah oh god damn it although that hot bar is good <laughs> i don't think i've ever Never been, been there i haven't been there either ribs. but i've heard about it i mean i fuck with a short rib that's for sure and i'll tell you what you know what the system doesn't want you to know you can use your food stamps at air one. Oh, oh i've done it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean fuck they are system. a grocery now store so yeah knows <laughs> I get so much joy out of using my food stamps at the reachiest, like welfare queeniest places. Fuck you. It's my <laughs> food stamps and I'll do what I want with it. I buy all the Topo Chico with food stamps. You bet your butt I do. Uh, when I was younger, <laughs> I used to buy food stamps from a guy. He would like, it was back when they were a book and they looked like Canadian money. And 
every month he would sell me $130 worth of food stamps for $50. Woo. Damn. I ate like a king. It yeah, was, those I, are probably from I was person. never <laughs> I was never that fortunate. I would always when when I qualified for food stamps and I desperately needed food stamps, it was never enough for a week's worth of groceries and I had to constantly every fucking month go into the center to re-register all the time because it would always change my fucking caseworker. It was a nightmare and I hate it and we need to fix things. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, the system sucks. Yeah. I'm very lucky that I found out, unfortunately, the best way to work with that system is to be the biggest Karen. Like mm-hmm. I they I couldn't get someone. So I like was like, fine, I'm actually appealing to Los Angeles for our or no, I'm appealing to the state of California because I couldn't get a person on the phone. They wrote me back so quickly once I went above them and got them in trouble. And they're like, hey, well, let's fix your case, blah, 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 blah. Well, Sam, this is one of the few cases in which women come out on top, because if I were to be to do Karen behavior, I go to jail, uh, given that I am a six foot four man. It, it was Karen behavior all <laughs> online and through the system. Oh, okay. I didn't talk right, to anyone face to face. I don't think I've ever I seen this, someone face to face about this. Oh, I can't do online. No, I got on it during the pandemic, so I've never seen someone in person. Yeah, this is my problem was like a decade ago. So that oh yeah, it's probably a different system now. Someone I think also there's like have Eric swatted though if he pulled that shit online. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, you also, and I will say this is the best way to go about it. You Karen, but not in an angry way. The best way I found to move about the world as a woman, shockingly, I, is to act dumb. I didn't know. I'm just trying to figure out. I just don't know what's going on here, and I just want to get it solved. I'm so helpless. Someone please help me. If I'm dumb, I'm treated like Lenny from Mice and Men. If I stand up for myself, I will become the. Inc- I am perceived to become the Incredible Hulk, regardless yeah. of tone of voice I use. If so. I stand up for myself assertively, I'm a bitch, and no one wants oh, to help oh. me. Oh, so no. I have I know. to Trust me. become I, a damsel. I I, yeah. No, no, no. It's right. an I'm acting role ha- if I'm I get on the I'm not saying you have it easier by any I'm like, means. <laughs> I hope you didn't interpret Hello? it. Hello? <laughs> hope you didn't interpret me as saying that you have it easy because you fucking don't. Thank you. All <laughs> right. Should we talk about our next opinion? I'll go. I'll go. Go. Here's the thing. I don't This isn't. This, that's not the right word for it. I don't want to use what I put in the notes. Um, caring about who wins the presidency is not enough. And I feel like for a lot of people, that is so much of the focus of our political energy and activity. And the United States is too big for that. Like, we almost should not have a president. And the fact that we do, it should just be like fucking... King Charles, like a fucking figurehead. Like, I don't know. I kind of think they are kind of like That's a bit of a figurehead. Thing. Like, yeah. And I feel like people, I think, let me get real conspiracy for you. It's by design that people are focused on that because it doesn't matter. And they've got everyone focusing on something that really won't affect the balance of power at all and rooting for it as if it's sports teams. Right. I'm not going to say that it doesn't matter but to your point so much of our politics are focused mostly on local and state rights to the point at which it's like no matter what biden throws at ron desantis ron desantis is going to ron desantis look at the reign of 
bullshit that Mitch McConnell has been able to have in terms of his seat of power throughout, like how many presidencies has it been since? I mean, if people were focused position? on Forever. you know voting for Congress exactly. and senators in the but, same way. But, but but you see what yeah, but you see what I'm saying is that if anything we should to Adam's point the fact that we're focused so much on the president and not so much of even something that's arguably more active and powerful as a senator and a congressperson and all that that's very frightening because those people don't have fucking term limits right by comparison yeah, and they, that's and, an issue. and they have more and they have more direct power over not just their state but everybody else's too. I mean, and the courts, the judicial branch is wild. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, and the fact that all of these judges we hate on the Supreme Court even got to that level <laughs> of power, yeah, and how many lives they've been fucking up on the way. And I think that is almost like the most important reason to vote <laughs> for president is they kind of pull the strings on who sits on the Supreme Court. They do, but like at the same time how many people are weighing in on their decision as far as the cabinet and committees and everyone around that president, that it comes off as this individual appointee thing. But like, you know, it's a team decision. You know, that president's not acting as a lone wolf, no matter how much Trump would love that ideal to be about him. He doesn't, I don't think actually. Well, especially with the last, especially with the last two presidents, just because of, you know, how, this is going to sound ageist because it fucking is because of how fucking old they are. Yes. They're just listening. They're just listening to whomever is within their circle to be like, okay, it's this person. It's that person, regardless of qualification. I believe not. I didn't, this is not one of my unpopular opinions. I forgot when, when I was writing it, <laughs> but I strongly believe that we need to put an age cap on public service. If you can't become president because there's an age minimum of 35, there should be an age maximum. If the retirement age is 65, then you're fucking retired. You cannot be as a public servant anymore. Like I don't, yeah. I, I feel very strongly about that because you don't know how the world simply, works anymore. <laughs> yeah. And when they wrote the constitution, people didn't live that long. Right. So it was not something that would well, have the constitution come up, you know? was originally written to be revised every 14 years to begin right. with. So I mean, and we don't let's do that, make it so. the average lifespan of whatever that was back then. Fifty five. Like, OK, that's your age cap. Like there just needs to be something. and It needs to be before dementia can set in. I mean, it's ridiculous. And the thing about presidency, it should matter more, but especially when it comes to Democrats, Democrats especially should not. Just be satisfied with, oh, well, our side won the presidency, so the next four years yep. are chill. Especially when, say we're talking 2020, when the black vote really turned out for Biden. And has any kind of police reform shit happened anywhere at any real level? Oh, I've like, not been a fan jerry- of Biden from the jump. Has any gerrymandering been kiboshed right it's almost like he's another rich walled white guy and there's not really that much difference among them well he's always been a centrist for god's sakes i mean he's the one that called black children super predators on top of i mean administration. he's one of those long-term lifers as we're talking yeah. about in in power and they become their own class they are more like each other a rich republican and a rich Democratic senator, they are way more like each other than they are like any of us. They have their own health care. They've got a job security. They've got their private plans. They use all of our tax money to live off of. 
they are the bourgeoisie and we are the rest of them. So whenever they talk as if they represent us, it's all for show. Yeah, it I mean, campaigning on, well, if you vote for Trump, you're voting for a racist like facts. But that's also only going to carry you so far. Yeah, but we're saying yeah. that as how, if like how yeah, this, Biden hadn't said how all does, that racist. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Neither candidate or party, for that matter, is focused on, okay, how does voting for you help me not hurt them, whoever the them are, whether it's racists, whether it's if I'm racist, whether it's another race or a trans person or whatever. It's never about how does voting for you benefit me as a person in terms of like economics, in terms of whatever the highlights or at least as perceived in the media it's okay who is this person against not necessarily who is this person for right and i wrote an article about trump back when he was running for president a lot of people wrote it a lot of people wrote it nope <laughs> a lot of people read it i wrote it confession <laughs> a oh. lot of people wrote that article oh, oh no <laughs> the things i went through writing that article holy shit i'm sure i'm sure but I talked in that article about how everything on Trump's campaign website at the time was geared like while we were all calling him a racist and a white supremacist, everything on his campaign website was about how illegal immigration hurts black people the most. Yeah. And it was pretty clear that at some point he was going to try and take that turn and be like, well, You've been voting Democrat this long. Has anything changed? Like, are things getting better? And, like, there was no way we were going to come out of the Obama presidency and have Trump pull that shit right away. Like, that would not have worked. And, like, they never really went in that direction. But now, four years after Biden, I feel like Trump will kind of have that opening. Because yep. a lot of the things, I mean, it's not that Biden has done nothing. I get that. He's not by any. What has he done? I mean, did he passed like an energy deal. Did he? What was in it? I've never heard of it. I don't know. I'm not. Listen, yeah. I'm not here to advocate. I really feel like it's for... just been Biden this time. <laughs> I feel like you just wanted to make that joke. Mm -hmm. I didn't think of it ahead of time, if you can believe it. <laughs> But, that one was off the cuff. <laughs> like, I mean, he's not the worst president we've ever had. Like, I could barely name the best if you were asking. But, like, I don't know. Now I lost my train of thought. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. No, he hasn't been the worst president. But at the same, but that's not enough anymore it's, uh, as, a, yeah. as, a, as a way to get reelected. It's not like he's done nothing. But, like, what has he done? <laughs> that's what we're well, all wondering. Uh, well, here's the thing is that he has turned against the voter base that went for him originally, which was, hey, guess what? Student debt's a problem. I'm going to get rid of it. And he didn't. Hey, you know, I'm all about these right to repair laws. Well, maybe we'll ease back a little bit. Cannabis. So, nothing's moved forward there either. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing is that he's just turning his back on the on the people that got him elected. And while Orange Man bad was the talk of the town. Biden doesn't have, uh, well, we're still in a pandemic, but Biden doesn't have, you know, the COVID stroke to, uh, that was poorly worded. Biden doesn't have, 
Biden, doesn't, that Biden doesn't have COVID to lean on as a point of failure uh, at the current president, which was honestly much more of an issue than I think people give credit for in terms of him getting elected. Oh, yeah. Because of, I mean, mail-in voting. Bingo. That tends to just heavily sway toward Democrats. And that's why Democrats made COVID. <laughs> Joking, I yeah. I don't think Did that's we? a Can thing. Did we? Can we all get on the same page well, long enough just, to make something like that happen? Vo- I would be so impressed. <laughs> well, yeah. I agree that mail-in voting was the lion's share of the reason, but what I was referring to was mostly, man, this president really dropped the ball on COVID. Guess what? I'm going to fix it. And now it's like, well. Yeah, he also yeah, did, did not do that. Right. He did not do that. And also, you know, right or wrongly, you know, Trump was the scapegoat in terms of how for all those COVID deaths. But see, the frustrating thing here is we're talking, well, yeah, this is like I'm saying, this is going to give Trump this opening. Yep. But I just things I, aren't going to change under Trump either. Like, no, nothing is. Well, we we know that, but his base does not. I just don't understand how it can be legal for somebody who was involved in an insurrection and treason to be running for president. Like, how is that OK? How like legally? I don't understand how that's not an issue with this campaign. Accusal is not conviction. Yeah. I mean, it's going through the courts. Like it, it could at some point come to pass that it bars him, but it's going to be tough. Unless he'll be the fall of the empire that we all need to actually make change. Yeah. It's my only hope there. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. Like we definitely need a shakeup in the United States. I just don't want it to be Trump. That's not I the version will. I'm looking for because he, I just want to say one last thing, like to kind of circle back to where I started, like this is kind of 2016 all over again in terms of immigration and who Trump is going to pit immigrants against. Like it's always going to work with like rural white people. He's got them scared of immigration no matter what, but if he can get a substantial not just black voters. I'm not like there's, it's never going to be like one group, but he will be able to get people of color on the side of like anti-immigration shit. It's not fucking unheard of. You can look it up, research it. It's a thing, especially if you're talking Florida where Mm -hmm. like the Cuban and Venezuelan population there tend to really skew toward the Republican. Republican and like there is like I'm speaking as a white dude, but like everyone knows it's not a a secret that there is some degree of, well, I came to the country the right way and you came to the country the wrong way. So like it's almost like the same thing as student loan debt when people are like, well, it's the same reason student loans. Why should they not have to pay theirs? I think there's two factors to it, especially when talking in, in Florida, especially, a lot of things people don't realize about those South American and Cuban population there is a lot of them are rich. They yeah. were the ones driven out by communism because they were the yeah. rich people. So they will, again, have more in common with Trump than these poor immigrants. And the other thing is there's like, I don't want to be the bottom of the totem pole. So if I can find somebody to look down on and act like they're the problem and it's not me, that's the same reason that poor, poor white people are racist because they're, uh, well, at least I'm not them. They're the issues. They're the, they're the shitheads at the bottom. No one wants to think they're at the bottom. So it's like finding who you can shit on below you. 
Yeah, it's just not going to be enough to call Trump racist in 2024. I get that he is, but it's going to take more than that. Like, even if you're talking like Asian voters, like, you can't just be like, well, Trump's racist. Like, how? Like, you have to explain that for one thing. But, like, there are Asian voters out there who prefer Trump because he's harder on China, which he's not. He just talks tougher on China. But that's an issue that goes beyond, well, Trump's just a racist. And if you vote for him, you're a racist. And we will cast you out of society. Like we have well, to. Well, in general, we need more complex discussions on politics. Yeah, especially as it pertains to someone like Trump. It's getting way too complicated to just lean on he's racist. Yeah, that's all. The issue is, is a great number of the American voting population is too exhausted and tired for nuance. So, of course, they're going to go with either Orange Man Bad or MAGA. Let's go, Brandon. And anything that is five words or less in terms of discussion. Yeah. I mean, that's why at this point, you almost just got to, like, focus on making your neighborhood good. Like Bingo. Like, try to make the area around you the best it can be. And, I mean, vote for president, obviously. And, you know, vote for whoever I vote for because I'm fucking cool and I know everything. But, like, there's more to it than that. Well, to your point, voting for people that you believe in and that are good for your community locally, those people will eventually grow, you know, if they are career politicians, into becoming a good candidate for not just mayor, for governor, not just governor, senator. Not just right. senator, maybe even president. Yeah. It's just all about the long game. And but the problem is the long game takes effort and time. Yeah, and we need attention. to give those people an opportunity to start their political careers somewhere instead of just the guy with the most money for flyers getting the vote because he's the only name anyone heard. Yeah. Yeah. So much needs to change. Oof. We're doing it, you guys. We're doing it. We're getting it. We're done. doing it. Hey, Samantha, what's your first opinion? You know, I'm not sure which one I'm going to go with first. Okay, this is one I'm curious. I think might be unpopular, at least in this room. Okay. (laughs) In this virtual room. Mm -hmm. I know it's very popular to have all of these memes shitting on people that like astrology. But my unpopular opinion is I think the people who hate on people who like astrology, the meme like where the guy's like, oh, what time was I born? And the mom's like, break up with her. I think the people that hate on people who like astrology are way more annoying than people that like astrology. I take it you're way into astrology? Look, I'm not way in. But I'm <laughs> but I, will I look up your entire chart if we start dating? Yes, I will. Will I tell you where the moon is? Yes. Do I live my entire life by it? No. Do I think uh-huh. that there's been something to it because it's lasted literally thousands of years and there's proof that the moon pulls tides and affects things on Earth and that makes me curious and it gives me some kind of connection to the rest of the universe and to something larger than me without being organized religion going through people who hold power and abuse it. Yes, that's why I like astrology. It connects us to our world and our universe. It makes us feel like we're a part of something greater People like to make it very, you know, egotistical, but that's not how everyone who uses it does. Yeah. I side with you and I don't at the same time. Okay. 
I, I, here's where I don't side with you. Uh, when you mentioned people of power, because there are some astrologists that use and manipulate that uh, that particular word for their own personal gain. Granted, not as big as evangelical yes. churches. There are charlatans in there are charlatans in bingo. There's charlatans everywhere, which leads into my following thing, which I side with you. I think anyone, whether it's born again Christians, whether it's hardcore atheists, whether it's astrologists, whether it's anti-astrologists, if you have evangelical thought, I don't give a fuck about what you say, and you're very annoying, regardless of which side you land on. Yeah, I mean, no one likes a fanatic. That's for sure. But or an anti-fanatic. Yeah, either way. I mean, it's just going to be obnoxious when anyone goes too hard in the paint in either direction on stuff like that. But if someone is like deep into astrology, why would that impact me in the slightest? Like, yeah, that's how I feel. It but I've seen more. <laughs> and look, I get that I live in Los Angeles and that is the epicenter of annoying people who are into astrology. I get that. But I've experienced more and more and more. Because it used to be, because I grew up with it, right? My mom was always new agey. And it just was not a big deal. And most people just didn't know anything about it. And you'd be like, what's your moon sign? And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. But now you ask that and they're like, oh, you're one of those? Like, yeah, you like astrology? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, why is this becoming such a hated thing? The ire against it has just grown to a point where I'm like, Okay, calm the fuck down. Yeah, the only time I'm really like anti-religion or anti-belief or anything is if like I'm trying to get somewhere and you're pushing a pamphlet in my hand like, sir, did you know it's the year of the rabbit? And like, I don't, I'm trying to catch a flight. Wait, that's this year? It sure is. I looked it up so I could could make that reference. I gotta go. <laughs> See that is even Chinese astrology, completely different one. There's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, and I know, yeah. I've been to a restaurant. I understand. <laughs> You're the dragon here, not to brag, mm. but yeah, I just otherwise. I mean, everyone believes their own shit. Like atheism is its own form of religion. Like I've said yeah. a million times, if you believe that we are living in a simulation. It's like, well, then who's controlling that simulation? That's your computer God. Like, yes, everyone has a God of some sort and like fucking let them have that God is money. It's one of the first words that was ever created when we made language. Scott, it was like this concept. We have a thing called the God module in our brain that gets activated when we think about certain concepts. And I think it's it's important and healthy for people to feel connected to something larger than themselves little nod back to politics but that isn't necessarily gonna utilize that that want of of and belief for some ill gains and while there are completely some charlatans out there in astrology i feel like it's so individual and just like i like books i like this i like that you know there's not this organized system that is necessarily like you know like the church or yeah. Or any organized religion, really, that's going to like, you know, use people in such a gross way that I'm like, I find astrology to be much more pleasant than when I think about organized religion, but it gets a lot of hate. Yeah. I mean, at least it's mostly free. Like, yeah. Yeah. It should be. I mean, in most legitimate astrologers and stuff, will, what happens a lot on the internet specifically is people will make scam dummy profiles of popular astrologers 
And those scam profiles will message people and be like, I feel called to give you a reading and this and that. Yeah. But but most of the actual people are like, hey, I will never reach out to you and ask you about readings or whatever. Like, please know that those are all scams. So in, in, in fairness to everybody, to everyone, including astrologists, there are a lot of bad, act, you know, bad actors. And there's a lot of mocking of other faiths, other religions, other non-faiths, mocking of atheists even and so on and so forth, too. Like, it's a it's just a cycle. It's yeah, just, just uh, I, I think. Well, I think. Uh, I'm not saying that there isn't bullying uh, and that you're not experiencing it, but it could be the algorithm that you're in. And it could also, uh, so you're seeing a lot of it because you've seen a lot of it. And um, it's also, no, it's, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying your circumstances are not 100% unique uh, compared to other people that believe in other things too. Yes. No, I, I agree with that. It was just, uh, I had to come up with an opinion, Eric. <laughs> Oh, you're under the impression that I had to come up with some too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this situation is unique, but I do think it is unpopular to defend astrology. Fair. Eric, uh, what's your next okay. opinion? My next opinion, fuck Thanksgiving. And I don't just mean the whole, you know, oh, the pilgrims and the indigenous people were nice to one another. I don't mean that myth. I mean, get rid of the, uh, like, keep the two days off. We don't need that holiday anymore. Just keep the break, but it's uh, we're going to travel to see our families during the winter holidays, so it's an extra bit of stress for family and friends and all that stuff. The food, uh, there's pressure to make certain dishes or not make certain dishes. It's all about overeating, which is something that we already do for no reason anyway. Uh, so let's just get rid of the let's just redo it just call it super thursday <laughs> and super thursday and i i know that our economy needs black friday so i'm not going to get rid of that because that's independent of everything but just 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 super thursday in which we just relax we can be with friends if we want to we could stay at home if we want to i can cook a steak and not get yelled at because i don't know how to cook a turkey nor do i want 9 weeks worth of turkey after it's been cooked just stop I'm, it. I'm I'm way off board with with this. First of all, here's here's what I love about Thanksgiving as someone who does not live where I was born and grew up. Is it makes the holidays into like an either or thing where it's like, all right, I'm coming out for Thanksgiving or I'm coming out for Christmas. And I know I have friends who are also making those choices. And whatever holiday I'm here for, I can just do cool shit in Los Angeles with like no Here, traffic. Here's and, the but, deal. But the you thing can still come over for Super Thursday. No, Adam. I get that. But also like we only get to eat turkey the one the one day out of the year, really. Like in that Are you manner. Me? Yeah, turkey no, I'm not is saying. the most Turkey is the most not in that not chicken. Not in not processed turkey though. Manner. Like you are shitting yourself if you think people Oh, I'm shitting myself if you from think all people, the bullshit turkey I had to eat. Okay, turkey doesn't make you shit. If anything, like all that protein is gonna I make need you to constipated. See a anyway. But continue. so I'm I'm split, right? Like on the one hand. I think fuck Thanksgiving as the holiday that celebrates the pilgrims. Well, that part. On the obviously. other hand, 
Yeah, yeah. I do like turkey. I I think what the split would be is because I like the traditions, and I think what I like about the traditions are some of them are autumnal and seasonal. And I think like so many, you know, whitewashed holidays, let's go back to the pagan original that was probably the fall equinox, you know, which celebrates fall harvest. And that's why we're eating like the fall and harvest kind of food. You can do that because you could do whatever you want on Super Thursday. But see, here's the You thing. know, you don't have to cook a turkey on Thanksgiving yeah, either, Eric, by the way. There's plenty of tofurkey out there. There's plenty of... Uh, oh, I don't need tofurkey. I just don't want to get yelled at for having a steak. I used to yeah, eat... Well, I don't know where you're eating. because Yeah. I, I eat it at places where I get yelled at for eating a steak or expect me to be... yelling at you? Yeah, I for about... The family, people... Oh, well, if your family's yelling at you, there's a whole other issue I think happening. That's I think I am not alone in my in my Thanksgiving hatred. And and to Adam's point, yes, there is the whole option. Whatever, I'm not eliminating that with Super Thursday. I'm just saying the pressure is off because there are some people that are like, "Well, we'll see you at Christmas a month from now," and they still the have thing. to get on the plane for that. So huh? celebrate Super Thursday, bud. There's no one stopping yeah, you so from doing that. Seinfeld just invi- invented a whole new holiday. Yeah, this is your Festivus. I have friends this who is, still celebrate Festivus. Festivus is not on December 25th, though, and it's not nationally recognized. I want a nationally recognized holiday that happens to be on Thanksgiving. I just, I don't know. Well, you know this what? You can do also, on. Um, I know a lot of expats, so literally, if you move to any other country, there's no Thanksgiving. Yeah, you can just well, do that. Pay me enough money to move. And there's no July 4th either. If you didn't know that. If you're, if you're any, in any other country, they're like, cool, happy uh, November 24th. What the fuck Great. are you talking about? Give me money to eat a pizza. You're out. in Italy. That's like, no one fine. cares. That's fine. <laughs> I used to eat Indian food on Thanksgiving. I did that for about five years in a row when I lived in South Dakota. Cause... Did you eat turkey instead of goat meat for the dishes or? Actually, there was an Indian place down here where I live that this Thanksgiving, they did like a whole Indian food, like Thanksgiving dinner type thing that Ooh, like all hell the, yeah. all the protein great. was like turkey based and oh, it wow. was great. It was so good. Mm. And see, you can do well, shit yeah, because, like that. Because you get, because I mean, you could, but most people don't, they don't add enough spice. I've done Thanksgiving with a lot of Italians that will do a ham. Yeah. Great. Grand, wonderful. Get rid of the entire turkey concept the then and just Eric, eat what we want. I, I think you just don't want to eat with your family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't. So go home for Christmas nope. instead. I don't go there for Christmas either. <laughs> Wait, you don't even go home for Thanksgiving? No. So Are you you're going already to fighting, behind, fighting for everyone else. That is, you're that already celebrating Super twice. Thursday. Is there football on Super Thursday <laughs> And still? I want to share and evangelize my Super Thursdayness for all to enjoy. Is there, there is a better way. Is there right, still football evangelism. <laughs> the Thursway. There's the Thursway. Will you quit dodging my football question? What's the football question? Is there football on Super Thursday? Of course there is. I still, like, because I there's still want Thanksgiving. on a Monday. There's football on the weekend. It happens all the time. I don't is there know a parade for Super Thursday? Huh? Is there a parade for Super Thursday? Oh, if we if the community wants a parade, we can have a Super Thursday. I need parade. to see some inflatables that are going to escape and destroy yeah. Midtown Manhattan. Sure, of course. 
we can elect new mascots that aren't a turkey and doesn't have to be Santa Claus. Can can we go to the movies a bunch? Like, are, yeah. are movies that day going to be a thing? Do you go to the movies on your day off? Nope. Only can on Thanksgiving. But, but can you and do you? Uh, not necessarily do you. But okay. What you? if the three of us hang yes. out for Super Thursday? Can me and Sam bring like turkey stuffing? This is independently more power to you. <laughs> Just don't yell at me for not eating it. Here's what I, I fuck would, with on Thanksgiving. I would never yell a, at someone for not eating. <laughs> I like a turkey breast. Like you just slice that up and eat it with the the gravy Go and the potatoes it. and ah uh, go, uh. go for it. I've gotten into the dark meat. I would never had it as a when I was younger because I was raised by women who are like everything's a calorie and white meat has the least. Oh yeah. But so now I'm like so into all of the like buttery. I dark eat the turkey leg stuff. at my friendsgiving celebration. I'm just saying we can. It doesn't. It's. We got to get rid of this expectation. Get rid of that. None of See, I was on board for and, the, and, like, and, yeah, we got to get rid of the pilgrims, but it seems like you're really just mad about oh, having Oh, to- we <laughs> can get rid of the pilgrims. I'm saying get rid of the pilgrims. Get rid of all of it. Start over. Start over. You mean if the turkey happens, let it, ha- then fine. So you'd like a blanksgiving? Yes. No. Super Thursday is what it's called now. <laughs> well, now we're in a picture. It, it has to be wiped up. <laughs> if you want to be thankful great if you want to be selfish great all is game on super thursday it's like super tuesday but without voting oh man this has been an eric barnes opinion everybody oh yeah and it's clearly an opinion that i hold dear to me it's heated and that i find to be incredibly super important all right should we talk about it's my turn right i think so yeah okay here's the thing I feel like nerds are kind of becoming, if not have always been, the aggressors in the jocks versus nerds debate. I get that once, like when we're talking high school and bullying, that's a different dynamic. That's also a different thing. But like, I can't mention sports around some people without getting like just hate and like, Okay, Jeff May, you need to tear off this Adam Todd brown mask that you're wearing right now. See, I think I'm kind of on board with this. And I was a nerd. I'm going to say it. I agree. I I, I agree. But I'm more of a counterpoint. I think both. It goes back to the whole fanaticism thing one way or the other. I think right now it's more along the lines of anti-fanaticism on either side. It's gotten like sports people hate nerds. Nerds people hate sports. It's I, just don't, now there's I more, don't think now there's I have more, not met I, any sports people that hate nerds yeah. the same way that nerds I people think they've hate been sports. mixed. I think they're mixed bag. Is I mean, I'm, everyone's a mixed bag, but like, here's an example. I was recording a podcast recently, and this wasn't even the like topic of the podcast. This was just like before we started recording. And I was talking about how I sent some baseball cards off to be graded And I sent them under the wrong category. I sent them under trading card games. And the person cuts me off and goes, the superior trading card. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, fuck that. It's like, come on, (laughs) sports ball. Can I finish my fucking thing? I'm saying like I get like people fuck with Pokemon. People fuck with Magic the Gathering. And so be it. Like, if I think that's all the same. The the fan, the fanboy of it all. Like, I feel like the old model was like, oh, all these 
jocks and sporty people or making fun of people. And I always was with the nerds and I did poetry and I did comedy. And let me tell you, those boys at UCB, they are not kind. They are not nice. They they will mock and and use. This is something I talked about in therapy. We rewatch Revenge of the Nerds, right? And a pit. An epitome of this war waging. At the end of the movie, the nerd rapes this girl while wearing a mask, the the girlfriend of the football player, because he feels like that's his prize. And we're all like, yay, what a good guy. And that's still who I think the nerds are. They feel very entitled, especially when it comes to women, in a way that is gross and does not take us as people. And I've met a lot of guys that I used to think were idiots or meatheads, and a lot of them are just kind and just want to work out and just do their thing and like have like no qualms. It's like when you watch that like episode of 30 rock where she goes back to school and she's like, you all made fun of me. And they're like, actually you were mean to us. (laughs) Like, like if you watch rewatch Daria right now, she is so mean (laughs) to that poor cheerleader. Who's just trying (laughs) to be dumb. Who's just trying to be dumb. Brittany's not making fun of her. I know, but (laughs) pop culture aside, the issue is you know, I'm not trying to both sides, but I guess I am in the sense that, no, there are also incredibly rapey sports guys, too. We see that yes. in the news. It's all. Yes, but it, I the, think we the problem is that. men. Know really. that. And the nerds um, are selling themselves as these nice, sensitive guys. I'm a feminist, blah, blah, blah. Mm-mm-mm. There are sports guys that profound, profound themselves as feminists, too. But the issue is men. And, like, there's also sports guys that fuck with Pokemon cards. Yeah, bingo! Like, there's that, too. Yeah. Like yeah. If the, I mean, look, like there's the, never... I'm not saying that to say there's, there's an all or nothing of any I group. <laughs> but I've, I've encountered more nerdy guys that, that use that as a way to say that they're a nice guy because of their association with nerdy things as opposed to jockey things that I have. Right. Like, jock guys don't go, but I like football. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> you know? That's true. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, let people like what they like. Like, yeah, there's let people like astrology. Let people like sports. Let yeah. people like Pokemon. astrology is trading cards for girls. I'm gonna let people like Super <laughs> Thursday. Let people like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I mean, not the genocide part. Not though. you're the, not allowed not the to genocide like genocide part. That no. part. Just the gratitude journal part of it all. <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah, it's the pumpkin spice latte part of it sure. all. Sure. And that's more of a Halloween. I actually thing. don't like pumpkin spice lattes. Let me just clarify. Oh, <laughs> new op- unpopular Shit, opinion, apparently. That could be a new unpop opinion. Ooh, I love a pumpkin <laughs> spice I'm neutral. Latte. I'm pumpkin spice neutral. I don't think the spices are right. I don't think it's actually pumpkin spice. Well, it's I not. disagree it's with it. Nutmeg. Well, it's, it's not. It's, it's spice to make pumpkin taste good. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Jeff has a bit that he does on stage about this also about like star Wars and shit like that. Like that ship has sailed. Like it's not, it's not the seventies anymore. It's not the eighties anymore. Like fucking Aaron Rodgers is wearing goddamn star Wars hoodies. I'm such an outcast. Cause I like these wildly popular things. Yeah. Like, like you think fucking NFL players don't fuck with star Wars. You think they didn't go see the GI Joe movie of fucking course they were kids once too like yeah it's i don't know it's just such everything a, such a tired fucking back and forth to me like i get it you don't play sports that doesn't mean you have to fucking 
score cool points every time someone brings up sports. Like, fucking yeah. give it a rest. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. what's next? Samantha, what's your okay. next opinion? All right, I think this one's going to be pretty unpopular. <laughs> I believe that once a dog passes a certain size go, being small, once it's beyond a certain point, and, and, you know, this would be debatable, but when a dog <laughs> oh, is now closer to a rodent's size, if it is closer to the size of a rat or a guinea pig, it should be classified as such and be treated like a rodent and not a dog. Like people are like, oh, look at my dog. And you're like, what the fuck is that? It's basically a hamster. But you, I don't know. I, it's, it just, it bothers me <laughs> that we still call these things dogs when genetically they're so weird. Like, fine, treat it like a weird girl who would be carrying around a rat. Treat it with the same way you would treat a lady who has a rat on her lap in a restaurant. Like, it's, it, it's just, it bothers me. I, I don't think I've even clarified to myself why it bothers me so much if it's just like the cruelty of humans playing with genetics to make these like weird little experimental creatures that are just clearly ill or like the way people bring them everywhere, like just little codependency machines. But I feel like small dogs at a certain point when they're super small should be classified as a different animal than a dog. What would they be called? Because they're technically not rodents either. Lap rats? I don't know. <laughs> lap rats! <laughs> well, any rat that you could put on your lap is considered a lap rat if you really. <laughs> I guess that would be most of them. How small are we yeah, talking? Yeah, that's a good. Certainly, yeah. I feel like. Certainly not Yorkie. rats out there. Certainly not Yorkie size because I used to have. So maybe, a so here's the, the designation. Puppy, so she was very for good. For instance, my cat, my gorgeous baby cat, I need to buy him things fitted for dogs because he has just surpassed the size in which they classify cats as normal. So if I buy the biggest cat vest, a little too tiny for this boy, he's now classified in dog sizes for vests. So maybe it should go the other way. If your dog is <laughs> small enough to be wearing the same clothes so or carrying device or whatever for a cat or something smaller oh. than a dog, it should be. So My cat is giving me such a face right now. <laughs> Sorry, so technically they're this. a cat. Based on this metric. Yeah, a it's a cat dog. dog. It should be a new thing. And people bring cats over too. And how does this impact people who own them? Yeah. That shouldn't be looked down upon. <laughs> <laughs> should be ostracized. I mean, shunned. you let Sam, a freak no with your weird you animal? Do. I don't know. It should be like more like owning an exotic pet than yeah. <laughs> normal. It's too normalized for me. Maybe that's it. I mean, you could... <laughs> It, it's your American right to still look down upon them now. I mean, <laughs> but they get to bring it animal. right now, actually. Like, you know, it's very rare. And I'm from Florida, so I'm not going to say you never see it like a guy with a snake walking around or a parrot or whatever. But everyone's like, ooh, wow, odd, interesting. We should do that when we see these tiny little chihuahua freaks, too. Like, why <laughs> is it fairness, considered people normal? Do when they want to pet them. I Whatever think they're I weird. Dog, they freak oh, me out. I love all animals. I've met many chihuahuas that are great, but it's more usually the people that own them that I have a problem with. Oh, and yeah, and I feel like they have part launch because we love dogs as a society. You know, dogs, man's yeah. best friend. Dogs can be service animals, but these little freak things. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you need to get specified with breeds first before. 
Yeah, like Go well, pure it. breeding is an issue because of the inbreeding and just cruelty of breeders. First of all, so sure. people that specifically want mini teacup, min, min bin teacup, cutie snoochy labradoodies, like you're you're supporting I, an industry you're... of cruelty. Sam, I wrote for a pet insurance company. I have no idea what breed you just mentioned. <laughs> min pin is one a teacup labradoodle would be a teacup, real thing. There's a teacups of, of many breeds. Many breeds have teacup versions. I've only heard of teacup pigs, but point being is no, uh, there's to teacup. your point. There's that's, teacup dogs. That, I, you don't live I'm in sure, Los Feliz like I do. I'm sure. I'm, I'm not saying there aren't teacup things. I'm saying they are made teacup by starving them intentionally, which is wrong. Yeah, and breeding, which sure. is usually cruel. How they do right. it. Like, uh, go to a rescue. Get a little rescue mutt, please. Save a stray. Don't go to a breeder to get to... the tiniest, most cross-eyed little. But that's a different. Thing but that's a different get. thing. You're just saying that if I were to go and rescue one of these tiny little dogs, that I should be shamed to have them in public. You, yeah. Why? You Why me? <laughs> Why me? It just sounded like a fun thing to say. It's just. I feel like I Thursday see less all over of them again. in rescue. I. I I personally, and maybe I'm wrong. Look, again, this is an opinion, <laughs> but this is an unpinion that I've just squished it together. An unpinion, yes. My unpinion, but I think I, I feel like I see less of them in rescue situations. There's all these like big, normal mutts. Yeah, because they get eaten by the bigger dogs. Like, good, they're coyote food. Just put them out mm, there. Yeah. Release them <laughs> to the wild, but stop breeding them. People are making them on purpose because they like them because they think they're good somehow. And I just, I'm not into it. I also I'm think people still, should not be allowed to take dogs fucking everywhere. Yeah, that. I, well, what about people that take much. their rats? Can people See, take their rats everywhere? I haven't is seen that, it. Is that That's the thing. I haven't seen people carrying rats out and about. I saw a woman. Or guinea pigs, for that matter. I saw a woman out walking with a bird on her finger the other day. That yeah. is Snow White. <laughs> that like that's nuts. <laughs> if for no other reason than you have to hold your arm out like that the whole time you walk, that's. That's like Hercules shit. Was was there was there a squirrel nearby that was singing and seven little people no, uh, a, around her? It was a parrot. She was drinking rum from the bottle and had a wooden oh, leg. Oh, wow. So it was a pirate lady? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was Jimmy Buffett, actually. Weird. Back from the He's dead? back? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> As an Asian woman walking her parrot. All right. Yeah. That sounds like the best reincarnation of Jimmy Buffett I've ever heard. Should we get to I our- mean, Chinese Buffett, Jimmy Buffett? Is there a connection? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, sorry, I'm just a conspiracy pod. My bad. <laughs> All right. Should we should we get to our last opinions? Okay. Sure. Whose turn is it? Is it my turn? Started Eric, uh, right? I think it's me. I think it's um, Eric. Uh again. Coming up with bad opinions, <laughs> come up with bad opinions. Coming up with unpopular opinions that you know I hate. Two high gas prices are good in the long term, mm. and the reason why, yes, I am very well aware that this impacts <laughs> rural communities and the poor the worst, like anything does and everything does. But it forces everyone involved to rethink oil dependency hate the oil companies so we can actually invest more in change, whether that's in the form of public transportation or get more solvency and alternative power sources like solar and wind and that, and just get more attention being paid on something that isn't outright. uh, We're outright chained to currently and 
is also killing us. So I don't know. Again, this is a more complex issue than what I am mm. presenting, but that's just my initial, I don't know. All that's of our my initial gut thing. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the whole dog yeah. rat restaurant. Yeah, I guess reading thing. Because I because I, I do like the idea of like yeah, we need to be less oil dependent, a hundred percent as as a society that needs to happen for the sake of the planet, but. The high gas prices specifically, I think, are only affecting us at the bottom because these corporations and stuff, you know, they're cutting deals because they're inflated gas prices. It doesn't actually cost that much to produce. So they're just uh, like bleeding us dry at the bottom. The higher, it, the higher it is, the more people get upset at the oil companies and more yeah, other but it's people back be like, to well, $6 they're dollars can, may, I, I may, I, may I, may I, may I, it's fine. Uh, the higher the the higher the prices, the more people are being like "fuck this," and then all of a sudden, solar power comes in. It's like you know, hey, 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 it'd be cheaper. Well, hey, hey, citation needed. Who are the people who yeah. are being like, "Hey, fuck this," and now we have solar power? Like gas prices have been high and have been going up for years and years and years and years and years. And even if people are mad about it them paying more for gas isn't going to fix it. Like we can be mad all we want, but at present, like gas and oil companies run this country. Like, yeah, it's not, I know just that they're just the suppressing. I'm just, but solar, like everything so else, it, it, it takes a lay miserable type mob to do, to get rid of this. Shit. I feel like the unintentional consequence of these high gas prices, or maybe even why it's okay that they're high right now is because the people we're not hearing from, well, I'll just get a Tesla. Well, I'll just get an electric whatever. So it's not even affecting some of the rich people in the way, even though they can afford it. Like, it's the poor people who yeah. can't just go buy a new electric car. I literally just said, yeah, that's the problem. But it may, but the forcing the market to create those things for cheaper. I think the problem more is there's rural an people are willing to are willing to lean more towards... But there's an illusion of capitalism that we force the market to do anything right now because that's not actually how our market works if we've been paying attention because of lobbying and uh, monopolies. I'm saying that we can create lobbying for all. Listen, if we're going to go into bribes, let's make the bribes. Let's make bribes for good. Which yeah, but who has that having politics? The people on the good side don't. I would love to get a sentence out. (laughs) You've been getting sentences out. Don't be that way. Yeah, but I'm trying to explain, and then I get cut off. Okay, explain. That, okay, you have the floor. I I don't anymore because I lost my thought, and I don't give a shit now. <laughs> because I because again, this is not a, an opinion that I died on, and I already acknowledge the fact that it is harder for poor people. And the the sad reality is is that it has to be harder for poor people in order for change to occur, and that blows, and it sucks, and I hate it. And you're right, but. See, I think it has to I, be I don't harder know how for rich else people. Things are going to change. I think it has to be harder for rich people, and that's when change occurs. Yeah. Sadly. It can only be harder for rich people if they stop making the money and see more poor money people involved are... in, in solar and alternative sources. And one way that can happen is to see that there's money making potential more in that sources and having more people side with the alternative sources rather than big oil. But and if they big oil has high enough prices and there's cheaper alternative, people will go to that and still make money. I think this works in a utopian world, but not in like they're not going to go for. I'm not saying there's not going to be suffering. Happening. 
they have to stop making money off oil currently, which is they're doing off the high price. You know, they we have to cut off that income source before they look for new potentials. I think. Listen, what I think we, we need, need to invest in new potentials what in order we need in order is for an amnesty program. So all of the government agents who've been hiding the alien technology that would have fixed global warming fifty years ago. But they hid it because they wanted to sell their oil, and now all these people died because of global warming. And they're like, well, we can't fucking tell people now. What do we do? We got to make sure those people don't go to jail, and then they can come forward. Problem solved. That's a very popular conspiracy theory right now. Interesting. Anyway, I think Usher... It sounds as good of a solution as any at this point. (laughs) Anyway, I think Usher is a bad choice for Super Bowl halftime. Just going what right What a in. twist and a redirection. Yeah. I'm just uh, got since we're all fired up, since we're all angry, since we're all controversial, let's fucking keep it going. Usher. Yeah. Yeah. Has he had a hit recently? Like, Does anyone even know who he is? None of the anymore? Super Bowl people have. I feel none like he's only headlining years. the Super Bowl because he has a Vegas residency and the Super Bowl is in Vegas. I think he's got it because he's safe. Am I wrong? I don't think it actually pays very well to do a Super Bowl. Well, it doesn't pay at all. It doesn't. So that's why they can't get people who are actually currently big. No, it's like the one area where like you're getting paid for exposure actually does kind of make sense. Like commercial time during the Super Bowl is prohibitively expensive. That's why people go all out getting paying for commercials in the NFL. Like they finance your production. They pay for the production they pay your people. You just don't get like, like Rihanna didn't so, get like a bonus million dollars for doing it. But I mean, everyone else gets paid. So they like, they don't have any trouble getting people. Does Usher have an album coming out? He goddamn well better. Like I, I, I was about to say, yeah, because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Who do you think is going to like pop in with him? I hope he does it like Rihanna and no one pops in. I thought that yeah. was cool. It's just Usher. Yeah, see, I mean, you at least got to have Lil like John there. I like pronunciation much better. I feel like it's from a, a song. It is. That's how uh, Ludacris pronounces <laughs> thank it. Thank you, thank you. On My brain. Really? Oh. Ursher. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ursher. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I know that's from a collab, but I couldn't tell you with who because my brain uh, is so ADHD. I mean, he's going to have to bring <laughs> Ludacris out, right? That goes without saying. If he didn't, it yes. would be Ludacris. <laughs> I don't get it. What do you uh, mean? Zing. <laughs> uh, sorry for popping off earlier. I didn't mean to, but I did. And sorry. I apologize for it. Look at Usher bringing the room down. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. Making him a terrible Super Bowl choice for your, to your point. Yeah. If he I'm trying to down. remember if anything creepy has come out about him. I can't put a finger on it in my head. The only thing I've heard about him that I didn't like is the time he went up to T-Pain and said, hey, man, you're ruining singing. And T-Pain was... Yeah, T-Pain is the delightful man. T-Pain was very, very hurt by that. There's a moment in a Netflix documentary where he talks about it. It's fascinating. I think it's called This Is Pop, did, but the T-Pain yeah. episode is one of the most fascinating episodes of television I've ever seen. Did T-Pain respond, fuck you? Dude, I, I just... I literally just Googled is Usher creepy <laughs> or just Usher creepy. Uh, and first of all, most of these things are about the fall of the house of Usher. So he's taking a real hit in the Googling <laughs> in his Google rankings. I'm just going to say. Well, and maybe the just the house is creepy is, and he's not. 
Usher's creepy relationship with P. Diddy includes allegations of Christopher Williams performing fellatio on Puff as witnessed by someone who walked in on them. This is like all I'm getting on Google, which is wild. Wait, what? I don't think I have time to really read into this. But apparently <laughs> he, there's he a creepy did... relationship between P. Diddy and Usher. And I am not. Well, Usher, I, mean, I don't think people realize Usher's been putting out albums since he was 12. Like literally. So I think his Usher first somewhere album exposed Diddy for being creepy with him somehow. Oh, all right. Oh, Puff Daddy was so his mentor when Usher? Usher was 14 years old. Oh, hmm. I'm starting to feel real bad for Usher right now. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's fine that Usher's doing the Super Bowl. I mean, it's fine. You know what? Yeah. Like, he's got yeah. some songs. It's just, it feels like a weird choice. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess he hosted, like, he was a, a judge on The Voice for a while, I think. And I, it doesn't, like, there is no higher peak you can climb to. So, I guess yeah, he deserves I, it. I, I don't know if it's a weird choice. I I think it's just a boring one. Just because yeah. he's safe. Yo, as I, as, as you just Googled. <laughs> Go down this rabbit hole of Usher and P. Diddy because this is wild and I have no idea. If you want to do a real disturbing Google. Unpopular opinion? Don't. Live your life. I'm going to look that shit up. I'll link to it in the show notes. You crazy? All right. I didn't know anything about that. I had no idea. Yeah, I had no, I didn't know anything about that. I mean, it stands to reason. Apparently a man named P. Diddy and Puff Daddy might have been creepy to younger (laughs) men. Can you believe it? I mean, if you if one of your names is Daddy, uh, yeah. And he's like, you know what's less creepy? Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> could be Did worse. Could have been Did- I don't know. Could have been worse. Could have been Diddly. That was going to be the third change, but he ran out of name changes. <laughs> yeah. Well, now he's Love, apparently, now. Then he became right? Puffy. Or did he stop? He's what? Well, he became Puff. Was it, didn't he change his name again to Love? I'm not calling I thought him Old Dirty love. Bastard did that. No one's calling him Love, but... Yeah, that's it's, it's like no one's calling creepy. it X. They're calling it X, the website formerly known as Twitter. I'm, you not, know? I'm never going to call it. Yeah, X. and they always called Prince Prince too. Like yeah, <laughs> like it's not. Yeah. it's not pronouns. Like you're not misgendering Twitter by calling it X. Twitter can go fuck oh. itself. <laughs> oh, I agree. I agree. So anyway, I think that's our episode, right? Yeah, we did what it. a yeah, ride. Thanks for going on this ride with me, everyone, whether you were with me or not. Thank you for coming, for coming along. And thank you both for doing the pod. I appreciate it. Uh, what? Do Thanks we, for having me. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? I have a show November 10th at the Sardine in San Pedro. Tickets will be on sale soon for that. And um, that's all I got. Sam, what do you got to plug? I got one for you, Adam. What's You're going to do my show, Yay. Comedy Go-Go, at El Cid on November 17th. So excited. Two um, shows, back-to-back weeks. I know. That's going to be my birthday show. There's also a Comedy Go-Go show on October 26th, if someone wants to come out before that. And uh, we're going to take December off, but we'll be back in the new year. You can follow Comedy Go-Go show on Instagram, and I think I made a TikTok for it. Um, you can follow me at Sam Sweets on Instagram and x which i don't go on (laughs) um and find all of my many ventures and and content i made and fucking sign up for my only fans if you want i'm not really doing anything on there i'm bored but give me 6.9 dollars a month please (laughs) 6.9 it was the funniest price i'm a terrible businesswoman it should be much more expensive that's why i'm not making any money eric what do you have to plug 
So if you're a fan of the concept of Super Thursday, uh, making higher gas prices to fuck over poor people and uh, interrupting people and then yelling at other people for interrupting you after you've interrupted them multiple times, please follow me on social media at Eric W. Barnes on Blue Sky or on X, even though I don't really post much. Uh, Watch some more news on YouTube. I'm a writer for it. And... uh, Aside from just following those accounts in order to do stand up, uh, see if I'm doing stand up or improv near you, uh, come watch. Uh, I'm part of an improv troupe called Dogs Drink Free. We perform at the Bridgewater, the Pack Theater, uh, every other Sunday. So if you're in Los Angeles and you need something to do, check us out. We're fun. Nice. Very nice. And let's get the fuck out of here. Eric, say goodbye. Later, y'all. Samantha, say goodbye. Ciao, ciao. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street.